You are listening to Talking Home Renovations with a House Maven. Is it time to renovate your house, but you're worried that you don't really know what you're doing? This is an educational and entertaining podcast that will ease your fears. Or maybe you just love hearing about home renovations like I do. I am your host, Catherine McPhail. I am an architect. I practice in Eastern Massachusetts. On the show, I interview other architects, vendors, contractors, and homeowners to gather tips and stories about home renovations. You can learn about materials, systems, sustainable practices, what to expect, what to avoid, and how to make the most of the money that you'll spend on your renovation. This week, we're going to talk about renovation coaches. You might not know that there is such a thing that if you are starting a home renovation or think of starting a home renovation, you can get some help from a renovation coach. So that's why we're doing this episode. I am joined today by Mona Yim Reeves, who is an architect I met on Clubhouse. We've been chatting there about home renovations and we actually have a lot in common. Mona is a house coach and she'll get you past the overwhelm and moving forward. She's a serial renovator, an architect, behind the scenes design consultant to various HGTV home makeover shows. She founded Kickstart House to support and empower homeowners with their renovation journeys. For many years, she saw homeowners struggle with complicated construction landscape. She's on a mission now to help homeowners align their surroundings and their journeys with their best lives. With Kickstart House, she's taken her proven framework of delivering dream homes for high-end clients and refined it into a roadmap that any homeowner can follow. Mona is a licensed architect in the state of California, and she holds a master's degree in architecture from Harvard University and a bachelor's degree from UC Berkeley. Here's my conversation with Mona. Hi, Mona. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks for having me. I think probably, you know, you're an architect. I'm an architect. So you're in you're in California, I'm in Massachusetts, but we kind of do similar things, but you have kind of a more formalized uh, approach to everything. So maybe could you talk a little bit about about how you got this idea for Kickstart House and what what it is and how you help homeowners with their renovations? Absolutely. So um, as you said, I I am an architect. I've been a working and practicing uh, design architect for residential projects for over 20 years out here on the West Coast. And what I've been seeing more and more of in recent times is that by the time a client may come to me as an architecture uh, or interior design professional for help on their project, they've had quite a bit of a journey before that point um, of either starting with the wrong vendor, talking to the wrong person. Oftentimes they might start with a contractor or builder without a design or perhaps they're asking for help from neighbors and friends who say, oh, you gotta go use um, so-and-so who helped me with my project. But it's a completely different skill set, And so they've kind of gotten the run around and been bounced around to a number of different people before they reach who they uh, really need as their team to help them. And so Kickstart House is a home renovation support community that I founded specifically to support the homeowners in understanding and navigating the home renovation process. And it's less about giving um, a full service design. It's not about say building the project for them because those are things that each homeowner has to do on their own and assemble the right team for them to do. Not everyone's going to need an architect. Not everyone frankly is going to even need a licensed contractor. Um, But it's basically knowing what their options are, knowing how to kind of piece together the right team that they can really trust and really um, do the project that is right for them is where the idea of Kickstart House comes from. 
And so what we really do is, you know, we coach homeowners, we help advise them, kind of be their um, check-in point, if you will, so that they're not going down the wrong path. And then um, also to provide the emotional, a lot of the emotional support and accountability in the process. Because as any of us in home renovation knows, things never really go as expected. And so when things don't go as expected, how do you quickly course correct? And who are you talking to? And who's helping you be able to course correct? And so it's really kind of merging a lot of the background that traditional professionals like architects, contractors, builders may already have, but condensing it in a way that's really affordable and digestible for your average homeowner. So is this an online group? Is it is it a um, like a Facebook group or is it a membership site or initially? I know there are different levels. Yeah, that is a really great question. So we are not location-based. Um, we, we are an online community, so we really serve everybody. Primarily here, it's going to be the United States. Uh, we, we don't serve international clients. Um, obviously, when you get very specific with your project, it's going to be very regional according to where you're located. So we're not here to replace your building team that's going to really know your local codes and uh, what's required of your a particular location, but from kind of a general, like how to navigate what's kind of the roadmap or framework for going about in renovation, that part is very universal. And that's really what we address there. Um, what I find right now is most of the community we serve um, has been largely women, actually, women taking hold of their renovation projects for their family and for themselves, you know, I think as a woman myself, I certainly care more about the home and how it functions and relates to my overall mood and have a probably more in tuned relationship to, to myself and my surroundings than the male counterparts in my family do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of women do really share that. We see that in statistics too, where uh, there was a study done recently that said, over 80% of home improvement projects nowadays are initiated by women. And I do think that, you know, there is something that's very, very meaningful about going through this as not just a checklist thing you have to do, uh, adding on to your to-do list, but having that really be part of this milestone or uh, journey in your life, a particular kind of season in your life to, to get something done and do it for yourself and your family. Is there like a chat group? Or if I were part of the group, how would I interact with other people? Or is it like I can just get on there and say, I just can't, um, they're trying to push me into this kind of tile, but I really like this other kind of tile. And I mean, is that the kind of questions people would ask? Or do they just need reassurance about certain things? Or do they need help choosing different contractors? Or or what what, what are typical issues? Our our typical issue kind of covers the whole range from the confusion of starting a project, all the way down to people who are Uh, in the either design or build process and all the way down into under construction. And so we really have kind of three um, areas that we support our our, uh, members. Uh, The first one being the coaching aspect, what I call the house coaching. So with the house coaching, you have access to expertise uh, such as myself or a renovation coach. You can schedule a consultation kind of on an as-needed basis to kind of get you through a hurdle. So let's say if you're stuck in some point in the process, 
and you really just kind of need that sounding board and the expert to kind of help make sure you're you're on the right track and identify your next step, that is what the house coaching component does. That gets extremely personal because it is a one-on-one conversation. Parallel to that is what I call kind of the information or the clarity component. And that component is made up of courses and workshops and trainings. And so this is kind of more a do it at your own pace. You know, if you want to kind of propel your renovation a bit more or you're doing research on your end, you can sign up for a course or training. They come in various lengths, um, download a free resource. We have plenty of free resources on the website right now. And that's going to kind of, you know, give you a bit of information framework so that you can go at your own pace. The third component, I think, is more that emotional or the um, kind of going through it as a journey as a approach. And that comes more from community. And we do have a private support community where, you know, as I say, it's, it's largely homeowners, currently mostly women, um, going through various stages of the process. We occasionally do have events where we can have kind of face-to-face Zoom meetings. But on a day-to-day basis, it is a forum. It is a forum and it's, you know, a Facebook group-based forum where you can check in and ask your questions and see what other people are going through. How did you decide to go in this direction instead of the more traditional that we would normally, not normally do, but that we typically architects have, have worked that way? So how did you decide to do it differently? You know, I don't know that I'm doing it that differently because um, I, I still have my architectural practice and that is Remodern in Northern California. So my practice still does full service design, but I see it more as a, um, a sister arm or extension out of that. So Kickstarter House really does a lot of the work that we do with one-on-one clients anyways. You know, we have kind of those conversations and discuss these things with our full service clients. But, you know, I, I kind of want to make that accessible and affordable to everybody because not everyone's going to need full service design, but everyone certainly deserves to have access to expertise and some of that, you know, navigation help that we do as traditional architects. And so that's really why we kind of split that off in a bit so that it's up for the homeowner. It really serves more than just one homeowner at a time. Yeah, it's interesting that we have the ability to reach people all over the country now, whereas, of course, 10 years ago, we didn't. You know, so there's there are things like podcasts, which are I mean, I guess it was going on 10 years ago, but let's say 20 years ago. I mean, to get your own radio show wasn't like you could just get your own radio show, whereas essentially that's what we do. That's what we do now. I mean, Facebook, we can we can gather people on Facebook. We can talk to them on Clubhouse. I know you have a Clubhouse uh, club and I join you on Monday evenings right now. Um, well, evenings for, for me, 5 p.m. Eastern, where, um, you know, we can talk directly to people all over the world, actually. I mean, it's pretty amazing yeah. the reach that we can have and the impact that we can have now that we couldn't, you know, 20 yeah. years ago. I, I think it's really, I think it's really exciting. And it was really exciting and certainly for me to discover your podcast here, because here we are, two, two women architects, both talking about home renovations. And it's a space that you know, if you look at um, traditionally how construction has worked, you know, it's still an industry that's over 90%, I believe 91% male. So mm. anytime you're dealing with, you know, the actual building part or who you're reaching out to, you're talking to a largely male audience. And 
And the technology right now has allowed us to go beyond just that one-on-one -on -one relationship and have these conversations that I think will help everybody understand uh, the goals of the homeowner and how to get that built. One thing that I say a lot is that architects are for everyone. And so there's this concept or there's this there's this idea that architects are just for certain types of people. There's this idea that we are only for the elite, maybe, but we're actually can help anyone who is undergoing this process because it can be a little stressful. And I feel like if you know more about what might be coming, then it just makes it just makes the whole process more smooth. Yeah, I I agree. And this this whole notion about um I think architecture being for the elite, I, I think actually our current society and our media contributes a lot to that. Mm. When we watch television shows or HGTV, um, many of the shelter shows nowadays, uh, you know, the you have to recognize that those shows are done for content, not necessarily for reality. Mm. And, and I'm saying this because I've actually worked on uh, those shows before as a behind the scenes design consultant for them. And oh, yeah. they're very, they're very much in tune um, for a, as I could say, you know, women tend to have the relationship with the home more. So they're, they're more driven for an audience that's women. And for whatever reasons, the network executives and those show producers like to put the contractors um, in front of the camera. But, you know, in real life, you have teams that are much more uh, complex and complicated than that. And so we've, in a way, I think through our media trained, you know, the average homeowner or everyone to feel like they're an expert in their home. But we've also kind of trained them to believe that when you want to do this project, you can have it done right away by calling a builder who automatically just knows what you want and get it done. And, mm -hmm. and that's where a lot of, I think, you know, the frustration comes in when You've got a homeowner who thinks they can just, you know, call the builder and say, hey, give me this kitchen. But in their mind, the kitchen they're imagining or hoping for is very different than what they end up asking for. And so, you know, Kickstart House and my work is really about putting that power and agency back into the homeowner so that you know how to ask for what you want, how to navigate that process and you know, really, no one's out there to kind of mess up your house, but you've got to kind of take a bit of that lead role in there as the patron or the client too. And so it's really kind of giving you the tools to to be able to do that in this mm -hmm. current climate that we're working in. People make assumptions about the way things will look. Like if I don't say what kind of baseboard I might like, like I obviously want this kind of baseboard, but I didn't mention it. So the contractor might think, well, this is the kind of baseboard I always put in. So then you get something that you're really surprised isn't what you want, but that's because nobody talked about it. So to me, that goes to planning, which is, I think, the most important thing about this whole thing. Like you were saying, planning, you can't just go to a contractor and, and he's just going to start building right away exactly what you want because it involves a lot of details that need to be planned out in there. Right. Yeah. And frankly, you know, not every contractor is going to be the right fit for you. And yet, True. True. um, I know at least where I am, we have, you know, one of these online neighborhood forums that neighbors get onto. And one of the questions that I see all the time is, hey, I want to do a kitchen remodel. Can someone recommend a contractor? Mm -hmm. Or I want to do a bathroom remodel. Can someone recommend a plumber? And 
I, I see this as someone in the building industry. I cringe a bit because I think if you're doing a bathroom remodel, you don't start with a plumber. And yet, you know, if you don't realize that, you know, you kind of know, only know what you know. And yeah, so exactly. if you're asking the plumber, you might end up with the plumber who says yes because they want the job, but then they don't really know how to deliver it. So you don't end up going to that next professional until you're frustrated or you get bounced around to maybe four or five different people. And, you know, these vendors aren't calling you back because they think you're not realistic because you're calling them for something they don't do. And then as a homeowner, you might not realize why they're not calling you back. And so there's this whole miscommunication going on that really doesn't need to happen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There does, there is, there is a certain value to knowing how it would typically go. And then if you decide to deviate from that, then you need to do it knowingly rather than just trying to get it done, but not really knowing how to do it. So yeah, you've been coaching a lot of people. What's the most common issue that people have? I think a very, very common issue I see is that uh, people are really asking for, um, I call it a solution, but let's just say like, you know, you're asking for somebody else's dream house. You might see an image and you say, oh, I really want those countertops or I really want this open plan. And it's influenced by this photograph or idea that, that you've seen somewhere else. But they're asking for that without having done the, the internal work with themselves, you know, really to understand why, why am I drawn to this space? Why do I want an open plan? Why do I want white marble or why do I want this kind of space? And does this really work for how I want to live my life? And so I think that's a conversation that, you know, uh, architects and designers uh, often have been trained to do, interior designers as well. Um, it's not always a conversation that those on the building side, the contractors or builders tend to ask for because... Mm -hmm because they are, you know, purely by business model, more uh, influenced by tell me what you want and let me build it. And they're not really about questioning it or discussing it further. And so uh, I go back to that as the biggest mistake that homeowners can make because you can end up spending a lot of money building something that doesn't actually solve what you're trying to solve if you haven't kind of given that initial thought to it first. Hmm. And so that's kind of, that's a lot of times part of the clarity work I do when I coach with homeowners and, and we're identifying kind of where they're stuck is it usually does come down to some, some kind of a point of, you know, thinking or being drawn to a certain solution without really understanding or questioning whether that's the right choice for them. So using the example of open plan, do you, do you know why people want an open plan? You know, I think we've been fed this open plan. You know, honestly, yeah. spaces come, spaces and trends come uh, swing in kind of a pendulum. And so if you have most of, most of the uh, building, owning, renovating population having grown up in closed spaces and closed layouts, then open plans going to seem very appealing because it's something that they haven't had and they want something different. Right. And now we're seeing the pendulum almost swing the other way because open plans in more recent years have become quite prevalent. And it's kind of easy to 
you know, get that open plan, whether you're buying a house or renting an apartment. And so now we're starting to see, especially, you know, since everyone spent more time at home now, the swing now towards closed plans, because that's now the something different. So I do think it has a little bit to do with the grass is always greener on the other side. Hmm. Yeah, I, well, it's no secret that I'm not a big fan of open plan, or I don't mind some open I understand a big open space, but I really think that it's important to have the closed off spaces just so people can go there and do their own whatever they're going to do. It hasn't been that long that open plan has been, it's probably 100 years maybe, that open plan has been kind of even a an option. And before that, it was just closed in houses that had different rooms for different sizes, depending on how much money you had, how much you could heat and all that. And now, now it's, um, you know, people want to knock out all the walls in the house. But less so, like you say, less so since COVID and people, you know, trying to Zoom into classrooms and work and everything from home. I think they're, they're, they're valuing closed rooms. I've been hearing about people taking work calls in their closet because they can shut the door in their closet. So, yeah, anyway. I mean, I, I think there's, there's um, the time and the culture influences a lot of those things. Because when we look, when you think, when I think back to closed plans, uh, I often think back to, you know, the Victorian times where a lot of spaces are compartmentalized. You think about the 20s when, you know, a lot of these kind of upper middle class or wealthier homes had really servants in their home. So you had this very distinct served space versus those being served and a delineation between those two. Um, we start seeing the open plan kind of come from the 50s onwards with modernism as an idea that was more about the masses and and something being accessible to everybody. And so, you know, there's the cultural influences as well as how, you know, things work for your own family. And again, you know, I, I do think that comes down to initially a lot of the work that architects might do with a client, you know, uh, those, t- those types of conversations come out early on. And and for kind of your regular renovation that may not always need that level of design, you know, it becomes a hindsight or something you realize afterwards, but, you know, we're trying to help people avoid those frustrations. Yeah. Anyway, I got a little off track, a little off track with my favorite, my favorite subject, open plant. So, um, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, um, for some reason I'm thinking a lot about the Brady Bunch house because he was an architect and his plan was pretty open so maybe it was also because it was a set of a tv show oh, yeah. so that could have been well, it too but don't get me started on the brady bunch house because i think uh so many of us like form our idea of what an architect does from the brady bunch house too right and so so nowadays when you think about doing a building i i don't think most people imagine hiring you know this architect who looked like mike brady you know, sitting and locking himself away in a room for months, kind of, you know, having this individual creative genius moment. Mm-hmm. That's very disconnected with what we need, right? Yeah, <laughs> what we just true. need is we need someone to tell us what do we need to do is why I'm asking for feasible. Can I afford it? Yep. You know, how do I go about it doing this without, you know, adding on to my busy schedule? And so it's a very different set of problems I think we're dealing with now and be we still, architects um, and our training, I believe, still is able to help people in that sense. But it's not something that uh, regular people are asking for. 
And mm. so it really does kind of, you know, come at it from both ends. Have you ever heard of, I'm sure you have heard of the undercover architect in Australia? Oh, yes, I have. Yeah. So she seems pretty, I'm trying to get her to come on the show, but I don't know if she ever, if she ever will. She has her own podcast, but uh, so she's another one that comes to mind as a, a way of like helping people kind of in a larger scale, right? So are your courses kind of like similar to, I think her courses are about building new homes or do you know anything about that? Um, I, I don't know specifically about her courses. I do know I do know a number of different people who offer courses um, mm -hmm. because I, I am familiar with the community. You know, uh, you and I met on Clubhouse and I have a house and renovation club there. So yeah. so I do know there are um, a number of us uh, tackling this issue from different points of view. Yeah. And many of those come come at it from kind of a you can design this yourself or here's how you would design your project. Mm -hmm. um, and I come at it a little bit differently in mine. So it's certainly something you can pair up with any of those other courses that you take that have more to do with the design component okay. uh, because my courses are more about process. It's less about um, the design or here, let's plan your project or let's design your project because for that, it really does depend on the person. You know, mm -hmm. one one family might be able to design it themselves and plan it themselves. Another family may need to hire out. But yeah. there is a common process or what I call the roadmap. Mm -hmm. It's a framework that someone has to follow to still get through those decisions and commitments to get their project done. And so that's more the part that I focus on. It's kind of keeping you on course and where you need to be. And whether or not you need to hire out or not in between, it, it's something that, you know, it's different for everybody. Yeah. Well, let's say someone wanted to learn more about you, which I'm sure they will. How, how do they find you? Yeah, I have a website. It's called, it's kickstarthouse.com. Fairly simple to find. And at kickstarthouse.com currently, there are a number of resources that you can download um, one of the most popular ones I have right now is a free guide for uh, things you must do before you hire a contractor. And it was one that I wrote actually from uh, personal experience with probably, you know, I would like to think the worst contractor I could have ever possibly hired in my life. Uh oh. And, and, um, and there were certain things that I had always advised my clients my design clients to do as we do the contractor search. And I think it's easy as a professional advising someone else to be very detached from it and not to get emotional with it. And there was this one time in my life when, you know, I got personally impatient, um, kind of didn't want to just call some more people. And, and really, I didn't follow my own rules. Mm -hmm. And that was when uh, this project went, you know, went astray. And, and it really got me kind of thinking about like, okay, what were those rules I always advise my clients on to really kind of prevent them from be having this construction horror story experience? And so that is kind of the guide I've written that I really kind of tweaked and, and boiled it down to uh, six steps. That's something you could get off of my website. And then also from our conversation today, I have a new download, which is called the Renovation Roadmap. And it's really a framework 
And that gives you the steps that any project, any major project, I should say, uh, needs to go through to really capture the individual's ideas and dreams and bringing it to fruition through design and the building process. And, and there's, there's that free download too. Okay. I invite you guys to grab that from kickstarthouse.com forward slash roadmap. And then you're on Instagram also. I am on Instagram, yes. So Instagram, we offer a number of uh, tips and motivation. So that's kind of to help everyone keep keep the house dreams at the front of mind. Because it, it's a little bit like habit building, right? It's mm-hmm. um, If you really want a nice house or you're working towards a nice house, you don't just kind of take that idea out once every few years and, you know, do it in a weekend. You really kind of, you know, have to build that muscle and build that that thinking to to make those decisions that are really meaningful. And what about Clubhouse? You mentioned Clubhouse. You have a club there. Yeah, Clubhouse is just, you know, it's a fun community. You can connect with, you can always find it through my Instagram and also linked through my website too. But it's a fun community, I think, to connect not just with design professionals and homeowners, but really anyone having those conversations. Any final thoughts? Well, I I guess the final thought is I'm, I'm excited that, you know, I, to be here on this podcast, because when I think about who's actually having these conversations and who's having these conversations about construction related to today's homeowner, so not not kind of this discussion that's just for building professionals or or people who like are handymen or build their own stuff, but truly today's homeowners who want their problem solved, who kind of fumble through and need to kind of hire people are trying to navigate that process. Very few people are really having that conversation. And this is a wonderful forum where you go go deep on these topics. I, I think people are getting something out of it, which makes me really happy. So, and thank you for doing what you do and maintaining these communities. And I've been enjoying spending Monday evenings with you. So yeah, and I enjoy hope the listeners tune into that on Clubhouse. And you can talk directly with me and Mona. And how exciting is that? That That is a great opportunity in itself. It, <laughs> it is. It has been a blast. We have our we have our weekly women and home renovations room. And the vibe is it's really peaceful, actually. It is so peaceful. I like it. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mona. Thanks, Catherine. I hope you check out the uh, the downloads that Mona has to offer. Uh, having a roadmap, like she mentions, is is really important. And thanks again to Mona for taking the time to be on the show. As always, I appreciate you, the listener. Thanks for being here. You know, usually I have this big outro where I talk about all of everything that you can do. Go to my website, Talking Home Renovations. Social links, transcripts, episode enhancements, link to my newsletter, everything. This podcast is part of Gable Media, the biggest AEC network on the planet. Check out the fine offerings of the other podcasts and video channels at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And, you know, I kind of have my own version of coaching, I guess you could say, but it's more design-based, so it has to be in Massachusetts where I am a licensed architect. That's my Ask an Architect Design Helpline. So if you need some advice on a plan, you are stuck, you don't know what to do, I can give you some architectural advice. So check that out on, uh, again, link is on my uh, on my website. Also check out the show notes. And maybe also subscribe to the show. 
or definitely do that. Tell your friends. Okay, well, this show is a production of my architecture firm, Demios Architects, where we believe architects are for everyone. Until next time, take care. Take care.